To Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, the show no one asked for about the show no one asked for. I'm Hannah. And I'm Nina. And just like Emily, we are here in our third season having an absolute blast. Yeah. We're we're enjoying watching our little influencer marketing change the marketing. Genius. Yeah, marketing genius <laughs> change the way Paris markets. <laughs> Um, if you're new to this show, which I presume you're not because you're you're starting on a fun little episode, uh, maybe go back and listen to season one. If you want to start exactly right here, welcome. Maybe you found us because of our Sex Lives of College Girls episode. Um, but we are two Chicago girls recapping the life of the beloved, unhinged, problematic, dishonest, joyfully naive marketing genius, originally from Chicago, Emily Cooper. As we like to say, you do not have to watch the show. You don't have to enjoy the show to listen to this podcast or enjoy this podcast. We're here to recap the episodes and we're here to entertain you. We're here to try to make you laugh. There's no wrong way to listen. You don't have to enjoy our podcast to listen to our podcast. That's true. <laughs> Just have to have it on in the background. <laughs> ambient ambient podcasting. Yeah. I think I'm ready to go. How about you? Let's do it. Let's yeah. watch. Let's go. Cool. Episode five. This is this is fun. We got to watch an episode together. We did. And we I feel like we experience what we've experienced before, which is that we think it's going to be really fun to then record in person. And it's not because <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to be here. We're excited to be here. But watching together is so fun. And then it's like, OK, you go in one room, I'll go in another and we'll just do things the way we normally do them. I would say that it's not even the part of like having to like be in separate rooms while we're recording for sound reasons. I would say the part that's not fun is like something about watching Emily and Paris together feels like very crass we yes are yeah it's like so i kept like blushing and like i couldn't look at you i kept saying i'm like i can't look at you when something would happen i mean it 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 makes me feel like when you're watching like a it's (laughs) it's like if a sex scene comes on in the movie with and your parents are there and you're like haha it's not normally like this (laughs) like yeah the rest of the movie is really serious (laughs) it's like that feeling the whole time like I know you know what we're in for, but I still feel like apologetic. Yes. Yeah. I felt that way too. But we had a good but we had a good time. Yeah. And before we get into it, we have to check in to see if we're in Paris. Are you maybe a little mm-hmm. bit more in Paris than you've been? Because Yeah. yeah. I'm COVID free. I'm hanging out with my with my friend. You made me a really delicious lunch. And I would say this is big. I got a beret from your parents for Christmas. <laughs> In fact, it's completely unrelated to the podcast. Incredibly. Incredibly, if you How believe it. Not at all related. That's good. It honestly looks good with your headphones. Go to the Instagram <laughs> to see, folks. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I love it. Tip of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> to you. Okay, so fun. So good food and presents. Yeah, so like that's that's all good. I'm glad to be out of the woods. I'm glad to be able to participate in the world again. And in the economy, most important. <laughs> You're happy to be a productive member of society again. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I get that. Are you in Paris? Oh, yeah. I'm in my silk robe. I'm having some of the... I actually didn't tell you that. I, I stole some of the simple syrup I made you for Christmas while you were busy earlier. I, <laughs> <laughs> what you mean to say is you stole from me while I was in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess that's what... I borrowed something from my friend. I think you should talk next week to your person 
about why you're so protective of a gift I gave you. <laughs> so I put a dash of that in some Pellegrino, so that feels cool. Oh. Um, and, and yeah, and you're here. My buddy's here. Yeah, and we just, oh, you know what honestly made me feel like, <laughs> I know that, oh, I'm so I know that it's like so annoying for you, <laughs> but <laughs> no. it was really fun to come over to your apartment and place an Instacart order. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that you're well fed. We have an Instacart order on the way we for do. ingredients for nachos, even though the grocery store is like two blocks. But we we couldn't possibly go and out. And it's warm outside. For the first day in weeks. And we had but time. Honestly, we had to do this, though. We had time. We have to do yeah, this we had retreat. Time. We decided to take a little retreat. In the record. time it took for us to decide what to eat. Mm. I'm not ashamed of it. Like, it feels like the ultimate in retreat. <laughs> And it's and I know it's because you've been scammed into having an Instacart subscription. That's true. I have been scammed. So like it's really fun sometimes when I'm at your apartment to be like, should we use should your we do free, should we use your Instacart subscription that you accidentally bought? And so it's a yearly purchase. So I did a trial, of course. How how every scam begins. <laughs> I started, yeah. I did a trial, and that, not really a scam so much as me not following through on the thing I should have done for seven days, and then it was an annual membership. So they really get you. So on day eight, I was like, oh, shit. And it was like next year. So I canceled it. So it only goes through sometime in January because I've almost had it for a year. I saw my stats because they tell me, they're like, are you sure you want to cancel? You used it 11 times. (laughs) That is not enough. And I want to be clear that the only thing the Instacart subscription does is it cuts the the, service fee in half. So you still have like taxes and you still tip if you're not a bad person. And then the delivery free fee for this was going to be like four fifty, and now it's or five dollars, and now it's going to be two fifty. And I gotta say, that's not worth ninety nine dollars a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, yeah, you paid ninety nine dollars to pay slightly less, but because we used my subscription, you're paying for the groceries. So uh, is that true? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But we're definitely splitting the cost of the nachos. <laughs> And I'm really excited about the ice cream bars that we ordered. It's true. We did. The ice creams oh, can be on me. Thing? Ice cream can be my treat. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, wow, being here is like, I'm getting like hotel vibes. Like I also have like laundry in, <laughs> you have laundry in your unit. I'm glad like, you it's... are. I'm moving out in, in 36 hours from my place and I like have done no work. So I'm just standing around being like, oh my God, I got to pack up this whole apartment but in some way very and lived in. <laughs> it is very lived in and you're like i'm gonna leisure i'm gonna we're gonna order in groceries i was like i'm trying not to get groceries it's good i was like don't worry don't worry <laughs> it'll be good babe babe come back to bed please all the cheese please all the cheese <laughs> anyway so yeah i'm in paris i'm with my friend we're living in luxury and i'm packing because yeah. i'm gonna go on a journey so so that's very like emily she's just like always in a state of chaos so we're doing episode five of season three of Emily in Paris. Ooh la la least. Ooh la la least. I didn't understand it, and now I do. And that's the beauty of having watched the show. Those of you, For those of you that don't watch, though, don't worry. We're going to guide you scene by scene. It begins with a cute little montage of Sylvie, Lucien, or not Lucien. Yeah, is that his name? Luke. And Julianne. Julianne. Julianne, Luke, and Sylvie getting their photos taken by Sylvie's photog boyfriend, they're just like looking great and classy and it's for their mm-hmm. press kit. Like they're, they're about, you know, they're going to launch, you know, big time the promo for Agence Grato. 
So, yeah, Emily walks up and naturally, as she's predisposed to do, she's like, um, why am I not being photographed? Which, which, sure. But also, here's something I'm confused about in general, which is that every time they show Agence Gratteau, there's a lot of people working there. Yeah. So I'm like, what is Emily number four? Or is she like, number is 14? She... Yeah, where I'm like, what about all those other beautiful young women? Yeah, who are they? Who are they? <laughs> Why aren't they being photographed? Why aren't they being photographed? That's just a question. And they're basically like, you, Sylvie's like, you still have to prove yourself to me or something. No, I think she's like, you don't officially work here yet because I'm having such oh, a headache right. with your paperwork because oh of God. your visa, which actually links back to a voice memo we got. We did. We got a voice memo to, sent to our email, emilyinparispod at gmail.com, titled Visas and Emily in Paris. I think we should play it. Let's play it. It's crazy how in this episode, Emily seemingly has no visa concerns. Like the idea that unemployment could be fun for an immigrant is a wild departure from reality. Like her ass would be on the French immigration office website after quitting a job if she would have even quit because she depends on a work visa as someone with an American passport living in Europe. And there should have been a lot of thought given to that before quitting or deciding which job to accept and this is the number one thing that all foreigners obsess about constantly and it's crazy that it's never been a topic of conversation between her and Mindy like Mindy I assume was there on an au pair visa and then got fired so how is she staying just a lot of open questions they're finally addressing the question they're doing it they let episode four happen without mentioning it now they're like, oh, wait, we got to deal with the visa thing. Yeah. So this is, you know, for context, this voice memo is from a friend who lives in Europe and has for seven or eight years now. She really knows, knows the ins and the outs. And it is kind of shocking that there's never been a stress around this family. And so it's funny that it becomes this issue that Sylvie is frustrated about, but Emily doesn't seem... She doesn't seem concerned at all. No, she really doesn't. Which is interesting because what I understood from Mary's, uh, that was Mary who sent the voice memo, um, from her message to us and what I know from being her friend for all these years is that it is it is like a constant topic of conversation. It influences like, I don't want to speak for her, but my understanding is like it does influence like the speed at which people date and then get hitched. It influences like what jobs people decide to take or turn down. It influences how you get an apartment, how you can't get an apartment. She told me a story about having to like log on like every different embassy or like every different whatever office that you have to go to in varying cities has like different hours and different days for different countries or different citizens. And you have to like get a time slot and you have to like do it by opening up your computer at 6 a.m. to like get a spot. It's like can take up to like, you know, weeks and months to to get everything handled. And it, it is not a concern of Emily's at all. And she's also, she has 130,000 people watching her be in Paris <laughs> without a work visa for that interim. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it is a bizarre. I'm glad they don't deal with it. I think in the last episode, you said something like they should deal with it. And I'm like, I don't really care, though. Like, I don't right. feel like it. <laughs> right. um, and they, right. they, 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 I think they do handle it pretty well in this episode of like, it's kind of a drive. It is a driver to, for plot, but we're not just like dealing with Sylvie being encumbered by paperwork or anything. So we're maybe getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. We are. 
Well, so, except it does get explained pretty quickly. Sylvie's like, how am I supposed to approve that you're exceptional at your job and that somebody in the European Union couldn't do it for you, which I didn't realize is part of getting a work visa. Moving right along. Sylvie calls everyone together for a little chat in the office. All the other sweet little women who weren't in the photo assemble. And she says, the survival of the company depends on us getting new clients. And I think one way we can do that is if I get on Le List, La which list. is a list in... Magazine La Liste by Janine Dubois. And Great job writing down her name. <laughs> thank you. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm lucky I did. And uh, basically it's a list of kind of like, you know, 10 hot, cool young Parisians to know. And once people are on this list, everyone knows their name. And so Sylvie's like, we got to get on that list. Like, I need to be on that list so that we can get new clients. And Emily's like, challenge. Accepted. I can help you. And Sylvie's like, you probably can't. There's no fucking way. And she's like, well, actually... And she tells Julianne and Luke that this woman who runs the list or creates the list follows her on Instagram. So actually, maybe she has an in. Meanwhile, she and Alfie are hanging out. I don't remember where. They're out in front of a restaurant waiting for a table. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Oh, my gosh. So I did my notes on my phone. Oh, I think our delivery is here. <laughs> <laughs> I am in my robe, so you have to go down. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Hello? All right, the ice cream is in the freezer. So just like we were waiting for our Instacart, Alfie and Emily are waiting <laughs> for their table mm-hmm. at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. And Emily is, he's, Alfie's like, I got my new apartment or something. And Emily's like, you should throw a housewarming. And he was like, great, I'll invite everyone I know. Like, I'll invite, it needs to have the right ratio of like friends to strangers. Like, And that was whatever, the biggest whatever. laugh line for you and me. We both cackled. We howled when, when he was like, I'll invite everyone I know in Paris. And it was just like, you know, two people, you know, three. <laughs> Three people we know that. It was so funny. And then Mindy rolls up because Mindy's coming to dinner. Or no, does she roll up? The guy from Emily's like, oh my gosh, guess who I see? The guy from JVMA, which was that luxury brand that scooped Pierre Cadeau. She's like, Nicola. And kind of at the same time, Mindy shows up in a big old hat and is like, (laughs) hi, oh my gosh, Nicola. And he's like, oh my God, Mindy. And it turns yeah, out they know each other. They went to boarding school together in Switzerland. Where else? I believe is where someone says later. Oh, yeah. where else? And he's like, you were so crazy back then. You were so naughty. And then they do this like little bit where they bo- all say naughty a lot. And Emily's like, hmm, sounds naughty. <laughs> oh, poor girl. <laughs> She's flirting. And then she gets invited. Well, so, th- so they have like flirty, they have flirty energy. Yeah, we also find Mindy, out that she like sold drugs in high school. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he's like, he's like, you were selling weed out of your dorm. And then when he walks away, she's like, that wasn't the only thing I was selling in my dorm. <laughs> like, I'll and tell you about like, it later. Yeah, and I'm like, oh no. I guess I don't know. I wrote I down the person on the planet that I have the least tolerance for is a rich kid who decides to sell drugs. I find that so offensive (laughs) i cannot i cannot stand it i know it's a thing i'm not like oh my god that's so unrealistic i'm like no that's a thing and it's played for comedy where she's like haha and i'm like i like you less now what are you doing i know this about you it's fair do you not think that's ridiculous yeah (laughs) (laughs) well yell at me (laughs) i need (laughs) you don't sell sell drugs (laughs) you don't sell you didn't sell drugs when you were in boarding school (laughs) Oh, I miss that. I'm all riled up. It's ridiculous. I know. I mean, it is bad. It's <laughs> okay. bad. I know it's bad. 
You know, you had just referenced Poog, and it's funny because you were like, they always order food when in the recording. And what I do like about their dynamic is that I do like that Jacqueline Novak is like obviously a little bit more critical than Kate Berlant and like is kind of constantly being like pretty judgmental and strident. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And Kate's kind of like, oh no, is that, you know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm more judgmental. I just feel like that's like, this was just a moment where I'm like, I'm like so angry and I'm like, you should be incensed. Right now. Yeah. No, and I am. Um, <laughs> Moving right along. Um, I'm just like, I'm just like, rich kids will keep selling drugs. White people will still keep owning dispensaries. Mm-hmm. You're resigned. I, I'm just, I'm just way more resigned than you are. Like you are the, you're the child of, you know, activists. And I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so cool. And I think that, um, you believe the world can change. <laughs> moving right along, moving right along. Moving right along. So <laughs> so we know that Alfie's going to have a party. And we know that Nicola's going to be there and that Mindy's going to be there. And they have a vibe. And then, they have a vibe. And then we see, we meet Jeanine Dubois. Or no, em- Emily's like, okay, let's do it. Let's meet. Let's go to my this amazing restaurant. So another <laughs> excuse to go to Gabrielle's restaurant. For those of you following Emily's- along on the bingo card, we've hit a couple already. <laughs> So they sit down for dinner and she goes in and she's like, good to you or something like that. But basically what we learn right away is that Janine Dubois <laughs> is ya. not French. She's Australian. And so she and Emily are there together initially by themselves and they immediately connect because they're both expats. Yeah. As Emily says, which I don't really love the word expat. So here we both go. <laughs> go off. Tell me why. I just think it's like the kind of thing that white people do. Instead of saying, like, immigrant. <laughs> They're like, no, I would never be an immigrant. I'm an expat. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't really get it. Yeah. Am I, maybe I'm missing something. I'm not really, like, educated on the... Send um, us a voice memo. Etymology. Yeah, but <laughs> but I think that white people really like considering themselves expats. Yeah, without realizing the relationship that that word has in contrast to immigrant or migrant or... I guess. Yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. I hear you. Um feels kind of haughty. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but Emily's thrilled that they're both expats. And Emily says, I brought you here because the food is extraordinary. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Gabrielle okay. comes by. He drops off some dishes. They're having asparagus velouté mm. or something. Yeah. Something like that, which you said to me, you said you think is a roux. I think it's like some sort of sauce that's based on a roux because I think I made a kale I think I made something like that kind of recently, and it was sort of like that. But I'm honestly not sure. And let's wait till you get to the bottom of it. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Uh, I got to run home. (laughs) Gabrielle. But but before Sylvie comes, Gabrielle is like there, and she's like, I recognize you, something something package from Emily's Instagram. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but it's a package pun. And it's just like, no. And Mm -hmm. the um, Australian's like, no, no, not that package. And it's like awkward. It's like Mm -hmm. no one can deny that these two have crazy sexual chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. But then Sylvie shows up. Wait, okay. A velouté sauce is a savory (laughs) sauce that is made from a roux and a light stock. It's one of the mother sauces of French cuisine. Thank you, Nina. I guess I'm not such an idiot after all. <laughs> You're not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sylvia shows up and Sylvia's like clearly pretty deflated to learn that Janine is not French and also loves Emily and that they have more in common than she might. And then Emily makes an Outback Steakhouse reference where she's like, 
about how amazing the Bloomin' Onion is. And then somebody's like, and Sylvia is something like, oh, that's that Chicago sense of humor. And I'm just like, again, this is wrong <laughs> about what Chicago is. It's also a classist joke. <laughs> oh, is Emily regaling you with Chicago stories? It's like... Because of Outback like, Steakhouse? Yeah, it's and, it's and the whole point is that she was like, that's where we would go when things were like fancy. They're like making fun of the fact that that's like the fanciest restaurant that she had access to. Gross. Gross. Then cut to Alfie's party, which is apparently in the middle of the day. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's like dressed to the nines and it's very bright outside. And you which, turn to me and you're like, is it the middle of the day? You were so <laughs> Because I'm like, I would, first of all, I hate day drinking. Yes. I, I want that on the record because more people need to know <laughs> not to serve me when it's light outside. <laughs> I hate day drinking and, I, and I'm like always shocked when people love it. Like the idea, like when people really talk like about it. being in, <laughs> I know you do. When people talk about being in college and like waking up at 8 a.m. to tailgate and get wasted before a sports game. <gasps> Who's the last person you talked to that talked to you about that? <laughs> You're like, people are constantly dull. They're constantly talking. <laughs> it truly, it like shocks me. Yeah. And it also was just like such like a formal soiree. And like, it didn't even look like an apartment. It like looked like a gallery. His, I mean, we didn't even yeah. get like a sense of his place. And Emily is a little late, but she's also sort of like helping host. We see her handle food, but she like, you think she's making a plate for herself and then she gives it away. I laughed out loud. That was the funniest part to me is when I was like, oh, she thinks she's she's going to eat that hosting. Oh, <laughs> like she's she's like handing food to someone like someone is like, oh, let's go to Alfie and Emily's. I'm like, they don't <laughs> they don't know what? you. <laughs> yeah, they don't know you. She's Girl. also immediately networking. It. I was like, this is the first time where I was like, I would be so exhausted being at a party with her. Usually I'm like, okay, she's fun. She's like lightly talking about stuff. She literally just goes to- for the G- JVMA Nico guy, Nicola Nico, guy. Yeah. And just like immediately starts like pitching him. <laughs> and he's yeah, like, we don't work at parties. He's like, haven't the French told you we don't work at parties? Yeah. And she's kind of miffed. Yeah. She's like put off by that attitude. <laughs> I, I just have to note one thing before we keep moving through the party, which is that we also learn pretty much immediately that the sponsor of this episode is Grey Goose. Grey Goose. We are also open because Alfie's sponsor. like, I got some cases of beer and a bunch of Grey Goose. And then when you see him in the shot, he puts a bottle down with the label <laughs> directly facing. It's direct. and you know what I'm craving? Some vodka. I want like a nice big glass of vodka and some and some um, nice big McNuggets. Warm glass. <laughs> McNuggets warm, and a Tiffany bracelet. Grey Goose. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So far, that's what you want. <laughs> yeah. So far this season, that's what you've been craving. Okay. Mindy rolls up. Oh, wait. That's not yet. Oh, we Sophia get, rolls up. Yeah, Sophia, the European lesbian who's hitting on... <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm wrong. The Greek woman who dates women <laughs> shows up and with Kami. No, no. And meets Kami on they go to the roof. And it's a little mm-hmm. gay. And she's like... I want to, not a little gay, <laughs> they kiss. They finally kiss. <laughs> but it was really weird. I thought it was awkward. I didn't like the kiss. Me neither. It was like very not hot. I think part of it was because it was in the middle of the day. <laughs> I don't day drink and I, I don't, don't kiss. kiss when it's light outside. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Allison's like, please? <laughs> Some things are meant for night. <laughs> <laughs> when God can't see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then we get Mindy and... Nico, who they, who we've, they've, we've been told is, was named Nacho as his nickname. And we don't know why. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they're laughing and she's like, I'm playing in a jazz club. And he's like, you're such a rebel. And then they're both like, wow, we're really getting deep. And he says, it's really nice to talk to someone you don't have to explain yourself to. A lovely and line. And then, which, yeah, really, really nice. And then I think I was and like, then, oh my God, uh, Benoit, Benoit's going to come. And then the, the. Cut to Benoit. The still, the still is so, like, if you took a still of it, it's like through a crowd. He's just like wearing this stupid little outfit with a stupid little hat. Yeah. Just watching. He's crestfallen because his girlfriend is fully cheating on him. <laughs> just kidding. Because his girlfriend is talking to a man. He's like completely ruined. Yeah. And it comes up. He's like, hi. And they, she introduces them. And. <laughs> He says somehow it comes up like he's like, did you date or something? Like, I think he just like asks or something. And um, Nacho, the guy, is basically like, she was three years younger. I was about to, I was about to turn 18. We couldn't have in this way that I was like, you're literally just saying that you couldn't have sex with a 15 year old legally. No, that's not how I took it. What? I took it to mean like. I took it to mean, like, we were really far apart in school. Because Mindy makes the comment being, like, he didn't know who I was. Like, I took it to mean, like, they went to the same school and they interacted. But he was, like, a senior when she was a freshman. And, so didn't really and then he's like, out. no. he's like, And then he's like, no, it's not that I didn't know who you were. It's that I was about to turn 18. No, he's like, I was 18 <laughs> and you were just a kid. I think that that is, like, the text. And the way I read it was very much just, like, that wouldn't have been appropriate. Sick. I'm not sick. Nacho is sick. <laughs> no, he's not. I like Nacho. Okay. Okay, okay I'm so on board. Nacho- I hate fighting with you. <laughs> <laughs> so Nacho and Mindy have a chemistry. They really do. And they really do. And and it makes it makes what I already felt, which is that Benoit is boring. I like the actor mm-hmm. and I think he's really handsome, but like them them together just they don't have it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it it's it's a stark contrast. Mm-hmm. And then uh Nico's gotta head out and Benoit's pretty like feeling pretty possessive. So he's heading out and he's when he's leaving, he says to Emily, JVMA is having a party. Also, oh, there's going to be VIP beach chairs. Bring Mindy. And Emily's like, okay, because she's always working. But I will say that there, there's one other thing, which is that when Mindy and Benoit and Nacho are talking, Mindy's like, well, you can see him perform at the Blue Trumpet with me this week. And <laughs> yeah. Benoit's like, what? When did that happen? And she's like, when I forced their hand, like when I made, when I told them that there was no negotiating. He's like, that's amazing. And so they're finally going to get to perform together again mm-hmm. at the Blue Trumpet. Yeah. And she invites Nacho to come watch. So yeah. then we get Emily and Mindy at this really cool pool. I bet it's at some really famous place in Paris. Wait, wait. We are rushing right now. That's because I want to have it's our ice cream bar. I want to hang out with you in person. I get it. I get it. <laughs> okay, so what we miss is Emily sees... Kemi and Sophia oh, making yeah, out on the roof. she does. She wants to go upstairs with Alfie. Who looks amazing in a purple shirt. Yeah, he looks so good in his purple shirt. I want shirt. that shirt. It's beautiful. Um, and she opens the door. Alfie doesn't see Emily sees and she's like, oh my God. And she closes the door and runs back down. Um, okay, now they're at the JVMA event. <laughs> they're at the JVMA event and they're drinking champagne. Mm-hmm. Which remember it was like terrible, like it was it was for spraying, it wasn't for drinking. And now they're all just like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and someone comes by with samples of the sunscreen that they're promoting, Soleil de Paris. And Mindy grabs a bunch and Emily's like, um, I'll just take one. And Mindy says Oh my god, your favorite line of the episode. Oh my god, I wrote it down. I hate it so much. Just because I was raised rich doesn't mean I don't love a free sample. It it's so layered. Like people could write a thesis about this. 
Like you really could. You, I, I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there's going to be some little liberal arts college, college student who I absolutely would adore who's going to write about like <laughs> class intersecting with race, intersecting with gender, intersecting with like European, I don't even mm-hmm. know, like like dynamic expat. Okay, that's shit. And that line, <laughs> and that line. There's so much happening there. I couldn't. Uh, yeah, it hit me. It hit you too, though, right? I mean, it, it, just, it just hit me as one of those moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, the writers of this show have no idea how to handle things. So they think that that counts as handling class. It's like story it she knows. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Um, there was a line. <laughs> there was a line in, uh, let me remember it. I watched the new Glass Onion last night, which was fine. And I'm now about to quote it as if it is a textbook. <laughs> but the line was, there's a difference between... I don't remember. I'll have to look. (laughs) I don't remember the line. Well, can I say too, because I feel like I need to be clear about this. I actually don't think that that's like the worst thing for this show to have Mindy say. It's because I was thinking about Sex Lives of College Girls. And if you listen to our petisode, you know, we loved that show and uh, have loved the first two seasons. And it's like that line coming out of, I don't know, Leighton, let's say, in that show Mm -hmm wouldn't hit me as hard because I trust the show to actually be handling the material. So I think it's a really, it's a really good point that it's like, there's just no trust there between like me as viewer Mm -hmm. and the show and what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not like, Oh, Mm -hmm. every character needs to be perfect in what they say to Mm -hmm. be clear. Mm -hmm. So then Emily's like, Mindy, what do I do? I saw, I don't don't mean to gossip, but I did see Camille making out with Sophia. And Mindy's like, that's hot cool and two girls make up in a way that's very <laughs> that's so very crazy. like Katy Perry I kissed a girl she's like vibes. welcome to parties <laughs> probably meant yeah, girls are always kissing at parties and that it always means nothing yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's always meant nothing until recently <laughs> yeah wild so wild and she and Emily's like what should I do and she's like don't mention it and I I wrote how best friends make decisions like I I'm like what do I do and then you're like don't mention it. I'm like okay <laughs> yeah all right <laughs> done oh i wish you had more gossip for me you do provide me with most of the gossip i get in my life which i appreciate Shh, don't say that <laughs> no i'm a steel trap no no famously if you tell me to keep a secret i will if you don't That's tell me true. it's a secret i assume everyone can know I think that's good. I stay, I I hear that. <laughs> I well, when you gave me some good gossip recently, I texted you and I said, "Can I tell my girlfriend?" And you gave me permission, and I did. Yeah, it was gossip Only about me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, I was. Yeah, well, that, that's I, I a gossip I own. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this sunscreen that they're promoting at this event, Soleil de Paris. Emily's like Soleil. That's the name of your song. Remember, Benoit wrote for <laughs> Remember, you, viewers. And Emily says, you know what song would be perfect for the commercial for the sunscreen? The song Benoit wrote. And then Nicola walks up and is like, what are you guys talking about? And Emily's like, you got to hear this song. Actually, you don't have to hear the song. You have to hear the remix yeah. of this song. <laughs> and then Emily runs up to the DJ and makes her plug her phone in to play a song. Mm-hmm. Picture curating a playlist for a major. You're a DJ. You don't make a ton of money, whatever, whatever. You guys do an event for Louis Vuitton. <laughs> the most annoying person you've ever seen in your life approaches you and is like, I know you're at work and this is like a big deal for you, but my friend just made a remix of her song. You got to play it. It's crazy. But the DJ just silently nods and is like, yeah, 
And so. then the remix is awesome. <laughs> and everyone gets up from their deck chairs and starts dancing. As Emily says, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. Look, it's a vibe. And Minnie's like, I like saw that at a mug at a gift store. (laughs) (laughs) This coffee is a vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Can I please make that for you? Yeah, of course. Will you use that? (laughs) This coffee is a vibe. Don't even talk to me till I've had my vibes. (laughs) (laughs) This girl runs on vibes. I actually think that is a thing. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's like, that has to be. It's so nasty though. (laughs) Oh, my God. <laughs> Nicola likes the song. Loves it. And he's really interested in the fact that it makes the people dance. And then we see Mendy and Benoit having dinner. And you he's like, this. guess what? Guess what? We can use the song. And I'm like, he's not going to want to be a sellout. <laughs> so- and sh- sure enough, <laughs> sellout. The the premise that has that I thought we've kind of aged out of. <laughs> And Benoit was like, I wrote that as a love song for you. I can't believe you're asking me this. Absolutely not. We're not selling that song to JVMA. I'm an artist, ball. And Minnie just keeps being like, no, no, no. You can make money off of it. <laughs> she, she does. It's just really like, cute. no, because that way like people will hear it. And also then you can make money. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, there are some things in life that are more important than money. And she's dripping in an outfit that costs thousands of dollars. And she's like, how can you think that that's all I care about? How can you think that about me? What am I? You. What am I doing that makes it seem like I don't fit in with your world? It's tough. And she it's does tough. say, "I appreciate." I really. She. She. I think Ashley Park did a great job acting in this scene. She does say something that is really, you know, I wish I had the confidence to say it at times in my life, and I wish people had the confidence to say it to me at times. She says something along the lines of. If you're going to resent me for this forever, then we might as well. Like, then what are we even doing here? Okay, so I wrote it down word for word. Thank you so much. This is why we work. She says, if you're always going to resent me for my past, maybe we don't have a future. Okay, that's actually less good than (laughs) what I was going for. Yeah, I I was sort of envisioning more of like, this thing keeps coming up. If you're going to always resent me for this, like, Mm -hmm. where is there room for us? (laughs) Like, what's up? (laughs) Like, how do we maintain our vibe? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> the vibe okay you're still things. skipping ahead i have to say i know i watched the episode side by side but i'm like wow my notes are like a lot better <laughs> because you're actually skipping to a conversation they have backstage at the show they don't have that conversation at dinner oh my conversation god you're so right backstage at the show you're right she's but like fine after, i'll drop it you're right yeah so after they have dinner so we see emily the next morning she's walking to work oh my god she's on the cover of that magazine because she's number one on the list and it's a terrible photo of her wearing a bucket hat but that's not part of the joke <laughs> that's just the, the, the that's choice a fact and she goes into work and luke is like she's terrified to tell sylvie and luke is like you gotta go talk to sylvie now and Sylvie's not pleased because, like, how did Emily get number one? And Gabrielle got listed as number eight. And Gabrielle calls her and he's like, we've never had so many seatings in one evening. This is amazing, blah, blah, blah. And Emily's like, well, on the bright side, I got us an account through JVMA, even though they don't do anything besides in-house marketing. And we're going to do a campaign for Soleil de Paris. She says that to Sylvie. Fine. Sylvie's like, fine, good job. Cut two. No, no. Attends. She goes, she also goes, well, at least this makes this part easy. And she like attaches the magazine to the visa application that she's been working on for Emily. Right. So it's like, great. Solved. Right. She's exceptional. Yeah, which, 
yeah, I loved it. I thought it was clean. I thought it was clean writing. Honestly, I was like, great. I don't want to linger in this. You set it up <laughs> yeah, at the top. Get in, get out. Get in, get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what they say. If a stapler is able to staple a document in the first scene, it will staple the document <laughs> by the end of the play. <laughs> <sighs> now we have to talk about the best part of the episode. The wine bar? <laughs> Wait, when they're... No. Oh, <laughs> no. oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, were we even together? Mindy and Benoit oh, the thing break I just, up in the dressing room the thing because I, Nicola sends I her flowers. I already did it. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't say that Nicola sends flowers with a note that says, "If I can't, if you, oh, if I can't schmott. buy your song, maybe I can buy you dinner." And Benoit is like, "Blah blah,", blah and then they're over. But then they still have to perform, and he's like, "I'll see you on stage." <laughs> then they perform "Shallows" from the movie "A Star Is Born" in French with French subtitles. The third and remake is actually of "A Star Is Born." You need to be clear. The on that. fourth, fourth remake. Wow, get my ass many times over. I will also say that you were incredible there was like one note played on the piano and you're like shallows shallows are playing shallows that's <laughs> <was> so great <laughs> it was so great i mean they couldn't have picked a more lol song <laughs> <laughs> like that was so crazy and then he's like and they really show their pain because he's like ah, 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 and she like kind of does it back to him and then they get a huge applause and she stands up for it and then goes to look to him and he's, I thought he would be totally gone. He's not. He's waiting in the wings to make sure she sees that he's leaving. They make eye contact and then he goes and yeah. she takes her applause alone. I literally just got chills. Okay. So then cut two. They're all at dinner? No, well, first. Where are they? Well, first, it's, it's just like, I like the way it was filmed. It was like the three of them. It was Gabrielle, Emily, and Alfie having wine at. Uh, oh, yeah. Gabrielle's restaurant, like celebrating. Yeah. Oh their yeah, because he's number eight and she's number one. Yeah, so we're on the list. And then Camille and comes in with Sophia. Yeah, and Sophia and Gabrielle haven't met yet. So she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't met." Yeah, and they meet and they all sit down and then it, they're all having a good time and it, the camera kind of pans down and you see <laughs> so weird, it's so fucked up. You see that Sophia. <laughs> Sophia has taken her shoe off and she's barefoot footsieing Kemi. <laughs> she's just like so gross. It made it so much better because you you were like, oh, under the table. And then so like we I feel like we knew that like footsie was coming. And then and then we're still like, oh because <laughs> I didn't know she was gonna was have so her shoe weird. off. Have you ever done that? No. <laughs> I would literally never take my shoe off at a restaurant. <laughs> I would never uh, not do even that. to touch the calf of your lover. Ew. I wrote chills. <laughs> in a bad, bad I chills. think in a bad way. Yeah, I think in a bad way. Just in a bad way. Then we get a really nice part of the episode, which is we cut to Sylvie in bed with with uh God no, with uh Eric. If, yeah, I think that's his name, the photographer. And she has an email from Jeanine Dubois being like This is La when I got chills. This is when I got chills. Honestly, because it was sweet. <laughs> I bet. She's like, La List is only for like people who are new on the scene. Check the style section. Yeah. And there's this big article about Sylvie and Aljean Scroteau with the photos that we saw being taken at the top of the episode. And it's really sweet. I thought it was a very and tightly so really happy. written episode, honestly. I mean, yeah, we got a lot of nice little setup, a little nice resolution. We had talked about wanting like um, like a work, mm-hmm. like sort of episodic, like she needs to fix this thing. And we didn't like quite get that. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like here's a client you need to go win him over 
Emily in Paris season one vibes, but it, but it, it sort of was reminiscent of that where it's like, she has a task at hand. She needs to like work her little tush off to like make sure the visa thing is accomplished. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of drives everything. And it's pretty like simple. And then also I liked that we got some like friend hang time. We, the episode mm-hmm. ends on the scene that I would like to linger in, which is when they're all at dinner together. But we still got a couple little moments of that, like Alfie's party, mm-hmm. like some good fashion moments too, because yeah. of that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, All right. Should we eat our ice cream? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Is there anything? What do you think is going to happen? We're, this is the midway mark, people. Whoa. Which is funny because I feel like we have been working on this for weeks, probably because I have been spending so many hours on it. I hope that people appreciate <laughs> – no, this isn't like me being mad. I'm saying like I hope that – it's working. Like, I hope the audio feels better for you guys because <laughs> I'm trying to make the audio you know, better quality than our previous season. doing a really good job. Oh, Everyone tell her she's doing a good job. Send in a voice memo. Leave us a review. <laughs> in fact, we got a new review, which you'll hear on our outro. So stick around for that. Um, I think Kami and Sophie stuff is going to come to a head in the next episode. I mean, it's got to. You think the next episode? Yeah, I do. Because she's leaving? I think, yeah, I think, well, I don't think they're going to, maybe, I mean, God, I'd be so bummed. No, because we have five episodes left. I know, but I want them to handle it. I don't want them to just cliffhang it and then skip over to next season. I think they're going to handle it in nine. I think we're going to get three more episodes of- Like sneaking around. Work, work, sneaking around. Emily maybe knowing things. Maybe Emily confronts Kemi, then it reaches a point with like maybe Gabrielle or something. I think that's great. Good job. What do we think about Benoit? Do we think he's like gone? I think he's gone. I think Benoit's gone. But what's gonna happen to Etienne? Oh, good question. Maybe they're bandmates. Yeah, maybe we'll get one little like last thing where Etienne's like, I can't keep singing with you. You yeah. broke his heart. Da, 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 da. You have to go. I like I believe yeah. in you. Go have your solo career. You don't need us yeah, anyway. Yeah. I bet that'll yeah. happen. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nice. Okay. Well, on to the next one. Cornu en ma faveur, ils seront plus la nuit, faisant obscur un temps serein et beau. You've been listening to Nina, Hannah, and Emily in Paris, a podcast about Netflix's Emily in Paris. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, share the show with your friends, tag us at Emily in Paris Pod. We love getting reviews, we love hearing from you, and we got some new reviews this week. And Hannah's going to read one for us. Yes, I am. We have a couple. We have quite a few new reviews, actually. So I'm going to read two. One from Achia B. Dua. <laughs> it's five stars. Thank you so much. <laughs> Best podcast on the internet. Definitely a must to add to your list. La list. Oh, my God. We're on this person's la list. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, okay. And then Grace M. 1017 said, love, love, love. The only things more fabulous than the fashion and EIP is this podcast. Could not love more. C'est parfait. Which means it's perfect. Thank you so much to both of you. Thank you. And to everybody else so who's nice. leaving us reviews. We're going to read them at the end of the episode. Um, and if you haven't left us a review, now's the time. Please. They make us feel good. People want to want to know where they can find their Emily in Paris goss. This is not that. We don't have any gossip <laughs> about the show, the show or their antics, but we can recap it and we can do it slowly and with uh, care. And if you, if you, you know, maybe you've left a review, you want to reach out in a different way. We also love hearing from you in terms of hearing your thoughts about the show, your theories, your hot takes, 
If you have one of those to share, please leave us a voice memo or give us a little DM either on Instagram at Emily and Paris pod or by emailing us Emily and Paris pod at gmail.com. We love the voice memos. We'll play them on the air as you heard today. If you're like, I don't know how to record a voice memo, which I didn't realize was a really way more common uh, experience uh, than I realized. Yeah. All you do is you go to your smartphone, you open up your voice memo app, you record yourself, and then you press the little share button and you type in our email or you go to text message and you put our email where our number would go. Um, it all does the same thing and it just sends directly. It's really convenient and easy and should only take a moment. And we really like to hear from you. Ciao. Ciao, Belle. Maison.